Good morning from the beautiful mountains of Southern California. This is Motivational Mark with Planet Positivity Podcast, episode number four. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. This episode's going to be on self-discipline. Self-discipline. You guys ready for it? You listened to the first three episodes already yet? Positive mindset, courage, and finding your purpose. Very important. Listen to those first because they kind of go in sync. Here we go. Let's get ready to go. All right, self-discipline, self-discipline. This is my fourth episode in Planet Positivity. I'm trying to go for, actually, I will go for 10 in 10 days. That's my goal. I give myself a challenge. Got to challenge myself every week with something new, whether it's physical, mental, um, anything, just whatever, something that that pushes me. So self-discipline is the topic of this podcast. Self-discipline's so important. I want to say it was Jocko Willink who said, self-discipline is the root of all good things. (laughs) That's his voice too. Okay, self-discipline. What is self-discipline? It's the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. We have mental self-discipline, we have physical self-discipline, and emotional self-discipline. So there's a few different self-disciplines. It's not just physical self-discipline. And self-discipline is very important because that is what helps you create these positive habits, that self-discipline. So I like to start out uh, each podcast with quotes. I love quotes, always loved them ever since I was a kid. Uh, And my sister gave me that Zen book of quotes, love it. And so here's some really good quotes on self-discipline. There's tons and tons of really great stuff. All right, here's inspirational quotes on self-discipline. Self-discipline is one of the keys to living to your full potential. If you can be disciplined with your daily actions. Oh, Lucy's here joining me. How you doing, Lucy? Oh, she's doing good. Happy to see you. Let's pull up a chair for Lucy. Get her on the chair before she jumps on my lap. All right. That's a good girl. All right. You ready? She's ready. Yep. What what was that, Lucy? Yep, she's ready. Here we go. Self-discipline. So, <laughs> like I say, self-discipline is one of the keys to living to your full potential. Potential. If you can be disciplined with your daily actions, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Uh, hopefully, these quotes will help you think about discipline in your life so you can achieve your goals. They're, it's very important to achieving your goals. Self-discipline equals habits. Your habits will make or break you. Good habits and bad habits. You want good habits. So here we go. Self-discipline. This is the root, the foundation, the fundamental. Self-discipline is doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done even when you don't feel like doing it Uh, anonymous by constant self-discipline and self-control you can develop greatness of character grenville kleiser discipline is a bridge between goals and accomplishments jim rome without self-discipline success is impossible period lou holtz self-discipline is the magic power that makes you virtually unstoppable by anonymous the ability to discipline yourself to delay uh, gratification in the short term in order to enjoy greater rewards in the long term is an indispensable prerequisite for success. Maxwell Maltz. Lucy, what do you have to say about that? She has a lot to say. I think she's bored. Well, actually, I'm petting her and there's a little uh, electricity, you know, when you uh, 
rub your hand on the carpet and you touch something, you get a little electric shock. She's a little frisky, I think, because it's really windy outside and she's a little bored. She might be hungry, I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Um, self-discipline, <laughs> back to self-discipline. Discipline, not desire, determines your destiny, anonymous. Plato said, the first and best victory is to conquer self. Uh, self-discipline creates a brighter tomorrow, Anonymous. I think self-discipline is something like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. Daniel Goldstein. Self-discipline is the mental state of commitment which gets you performing an activity regardless of your feelings, Anonymous. Self-discipline is that which next to virtue truly and essentially raises one man above another, Joseph Addison. Self-discipline is a form of freedom, freedom from laziness, lethargy, freedom from the expectations and demands of others, freedom from weakness and fear and doubt. Self-discipline allows a person to feel his individuality, his inner strength, his talent. He is the master of rather than a slave to his thoughts and emotions as powerful. H.A. Dorfman. Love that quote. Discipline is just choosing between what you want now and what you want most by Anonymous. Uh, delaying self-instant gratification for long-term satisfaction. I think that's one of the things I think about sometimes. The, like when you stay out late, you have that instant gratification of going to a club or drinking, but for long-term satisfaction, I want to get up early and work out for a race I'm training for, and that's like long-term satisfaction, delaying that instant gratification of going out. Okay, the only discipline that lasts is self-discipline by Anonymous. Self-discipline is a power which can keep you energized even in the toughest of the circumstances. Sukhant Ratnakar. We all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come true into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, dedication, self-discipline, and effort. Jesse Owens. Imagine how pitiful life would be without self-discipline. We would achieve very little by Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous also said, develop self-discipline. Do what needs to be done even if you don't want to do it. I could only achieve success in my life through self-discipline, and I applied it until my wish and my will became one. Nikola Tesla. Compassion, tolerance, forgiveness, and a sense of self-discipline are qualities that help us lead our daily lives with a calm mind. Dalai Lama. Uh, your level of success is determined by your level of self-discipline and perseverance. By Anonymous. Your level of success, how much success you will have, is determined by your level of self-discipline and perseverance. Self-discipline is a key to many doors, not least of which is one that leads to a better, stronger, and healthier version of yourself by Zero Dean. One discipline always leads to another. Jim Rohn. So if you develop self-discipline in one area of your life, it leads to more self-discipline in other areas of your life, essentially is what he's saying. Happiness is dependent on self-discipline. We are the biggest obstacles to our own happiness. It is much easier to do battle with society and with others than to fight our own nature. Uh, Dennis Prager. Through self-discipline comes freedom by Aristotle. Discipline equals freedom. Self-discipline equates to self-control, your ability to control yourself and your actions, control what you say, what you do, how you feel, and ensure that your behaviors are consistent with long-term goals and objectives is a mark of a superior person, Brian Tracy. It's easy to make excuses for the lack of self-discipline, but excuses don't get you anywhere, anonymous. Peace and happiness shall fill your mind within, deep within, if you act according to truth and self-discipline. 
discipline, uh, self-discipline, Gobin Singh. Cultivate within yourselves the might, power of self-discipline. Gordon Hinckley. All success, all success begins with self-discipline. It starts with you. With who? You. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, legend. The future depends on what we do in the present. Mahatma Gandhi. With self-discipline, most anything is possible. Theodore Roosevelt. So that should give you an idea of how important self-discipline is. Uh, why develop self-discipline? Why? What's the point? Uh, so there's six really good reasons why it's important for success, happiness. Uh, self-discipline is the key to success in life. You cannot succeed in life without it. Successful people will always suggest you to stay disciplined. But the question is why self-discipline is important for success in life. This is an article which says six reasons why self-discipline is important for success. Um, so this self-discipline helps you become unstoppable force of energy to reach greatest levels in your life. If you want to become successful in life, the first thing you need to do is discipline yourself. So here are the six reasons. Number one, self-discipline creates a habit. Habits are what make you or break you. Self-discipline creates a habit in your life that builds up only through discipline. Most people never remain dis disciplined enough in their lives because they are lazy. However, laziness is a form of habit as well. It's a bad habit. You want to break that laziness habit. Successful people discipline themselves to work and stay consistent to it and it becomes a habit. That This is what attracts success in their lives. Success and self-discipline are go hand in hand. Number two, it helps you get things done. You want to get shit done, get things done. Self-discipline is important to get things done. It can be anything, either your commit, your commitment to read books or complete a task in a timeline. And when you discipline yourself to finish every single thing, you form a personality around it. This habit makes you an achiever in your life. Self-discipline is important for success because it helps you to remain consistent in life when you're consistent. You will achieve anything you want in life. Consistency, self-discipline, habits, they're all related and connected. And they're all very important for success, happiness, whatever you want in life. Number three, self-discipline helps you to focus. We live in a world full of distractions. Self-discipline helps you to focus on your goals. It helps you stick to the work you want to get it done in order to achieve success. When you are focused on your goal, you will complete every single thing that needs to be done. Successful people have laser sharp focus. They're always looking forward towards their goals and achievements in life. This helps them achieve great levels of success in their life. Number four, boosts your self-esteem, self-discipline boosts your self-esteem and it boosts your work ethic. Success comes to those who believe in themselves and who who's the hardest worker in the room. Self-discipline helps you to boost your self-esteem and work ethic at the same time. When you discipline yourself, you're actually improving your work ethic by sticking to it. It helps you achieve your objectives. However, when you complete your object objectives every day, you will start to boost your self-esteem and confidence in your work. This is the reason self Discipline is important for success. Number five, self-discipline helps you to achieve mastery. Success comes to those who are masters, not beginners. If you want success, you need to be the master of, at something. You become master 
Uh, you become the master by putting the work and spending up to 10,000 hours on one thing. Sometimes it takes 10 years, 10,000 hours, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. Uh, mastery comes with discipline. Most people fail because they don't master anything, whereas successful people do one thing and master it. So this is how self-discipline will bring out mastery and mastery will bring out success. Number six, it helps you to become a better version of yourself. Success comes only when you deserve it. You cannot become successful with the personality you currently have, so you need improvements every single day. You need to become the best version of yourself to become successful in life. Self-discipline helps you to improve your every day, uh, yourself daily. When you do something consistently, you become better and better every day. This, so this is why self-discipline is important for success and growth in life. And to conclude, self-discipline is the most important part of success. If you want to be successful in life, you need to have self-discipline. Otherwise, you will be knocked out by the people who are disciplined. You have unlimited potential to reach greatest your greatest level in your life all you need is self-discipline so why waste time go and start doing things that will take you closer to your goals in life they say we're about uh, i don't know 20 to 30 percent of our potential of what we can be and who we are and uh, there's another thing i read that if you feel like you can't run anymore you're at your limit your physical limit you're only at like 40 percent of your limit so we have such a huge amount of untapped potential um it's it's extraordinary and most of us don't even come close to tapping into it and self-discipline is one way that can help us uh, tap into that achieve success you know the self-discipline to create better habits to become more happier and i love that article it's a great article and so we'll get into uh, uh, the relationship between discipline and freedom. This is Jocko Willink, an interview with him. And he talks about he's huge on self-discipline, self-discipline. And uh, he's a retired Navy SEAL. So I really love the guy. And uh, you could Google uh, YouTube videos on him and or, you know, uh, go to YouTube and type in Jocko Willink, discipline, discipline equals freedom, all sorts of really great stuff. I, I love it. And uh, I'll, I'll you know, go into this a little bit. So uh, Dan Schwabel's interviewing him. He says, so Jocko, what's the connection between discipline and freedom? How does this build off your previous book uh, that he wrote, Extreme Ownership? So Jocko, Jocko says, discipline and freedom seem like they sit on opposite sides of the spectrum. They're actually very connected. Freedom is what everyone wants, to be able to act and live with freedom. But the only way to get to a place of freedom is through discipline. If you want financial freedom, you have to have financial discipline. If you want more free time, you have to follow a more disciplined time management system. You also have to have the discipline to say no to things that eat up your time and no payback, things like random YouTube videos, uh, clicking on clickbait on the internet, even events that you agree to attend when you know you don't want to be there. Discipline equals freedom applies to every aspect of life. If you want more freedom, get more discipline. It builds off uh, of the last chapter in his book of extreme ownership when he uh, explained how his personal operating system, how it tied into leadership. Discipline equals freedom is a new book uh, called the discipline equals that he has coming out, uh, out called discipline equals freedom field manual. And he explains uh, uh, the implementation of personal discipline in life and uh, how to get on the path of discipline and stay there. And then uh, the interviewer asks, uh, can you 
talk about some of the mental and physical disciplines you practice on a daily basis. And uh, Jocko says, no one wants to hear this, but step number one is to wake up early. That is where it starts. It does take discipline to get out of bed early, but that sets the tone and the pattern of discipline for the rest of the day. Number one, get up early. Next thing to do is exercise. You know, I'll add to that waking up early. Make your bed. Make your bed first thing in the morning after you get up early. It's a win-win right there. And he says the next thing to do is exercise. Do something physical. Again, that takes discipline, but it gives you momentum in the right direction. And exercise also has real physiological benefits on the mind and body that pays dividends all day. You work out first thing in the morning, you're going to feel good all day. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to have these positive uh, chemicals and hormones going through your body and it lasts the, the day. One of the best mental disciplines for people to implement is simply putting together a schedule or a task list. Uh, list and uh, actually ex executing it. Write the list or the schedule the night before and then do what you said you would do. Life becomes much better when you do that. And uh, the interviewer asked Jocko, so what are some of the strategies for conquering your weaknesses and potentially turning them into strengths? Uh, one of the things I like to think is turn adversity into advantage, turn pain into power, become a victor, not a victim. I love those quotes for turning your weaknesses into strengths. And step one, Jocko says, is not to run from them. We all have a tendency to avoid our weaknesses. When we do that, we never progress or get any better. Instead of avoiding weaknesses, try attacking them. Don't like running? Go run. Uncomfortable speaking to groups? speak in front of a group or volunteer to teach a class at work afraid to email your boss on that tough topic send the email although all these actions will be uncomfortable at first you'll be you will be getting more comfortable over time as you continue to spend time attacking your weaknesses over time they will become strengths I remember I was afraid of flying and the more I flew the the, the less afraid I was and the more little tips t uh, tricks and tactics that I used the the help me develop the habits these positive habits to help me deal with flying the easier it became and essentially now i'm not afraid to fly at all and that's one of the things to uh, uh develop self-discipline and face your fears and overcome them turn, turn your weakness into strengths um interviewer also also asked what are some disciplines for using technology less and focusing on deep personal relationships more? Uh, Jocko says he's not anti-technology at all. He just doesn't think technology hurts uh, relationships in business or in life. In fact, it can help as long as the technology is used to augment relationships and doesn't become the main conduit of interaction. Uh, I'll, I'll pass on that. I think there's a little bit more important. Let's see article's almost finished. Uh, can you share an example of how you transformed your life after creating a discipline and sticking to it? This is cool. Willink uh, says, basically everything positive in my life has come from discipline. Now here, I want to read it in his voice. I didn't make it through SEAL training based on my natural athletic abilities. No, I had the discipline to train hard in preparation and then work hard during the training. My career in the SEAL teams was not based on some intrinsic gift, but rather on the willingness to do what needed to be done and to do that day after day. I did well in college, not because of some supreme intellect, but because I had the discipline to study hard. When I was inspired to write books, that inspiration didn't sit down and start typing for hundreds of hours. No, it was the discipline that actually put the words on paper. And that is the real message. If you want to transform your life in a positive way, that transformation will not happen by yourself. 
by itself. You need to make it happen. You need to do the work. You need to put in the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years. You need to get on the path and stay on the path. The path that leads to positive transformations. The path that leads to a better you. The path that leads to freedom. And that path is the hard path. The tough path. The relentless path. It is a path of discipline. And the path of discipline is the only way. Discipline equals freedom. That's powerful. Jocko Willink. The relationship between discipline and freedom. Love that. Love Jocko. Love self-discipline. And yeah, that says a lot right there. I love that interview. So let's get on to how do you develop and cultivate self-discipline? There's a few articles, maybe two or three that I'll read that talk about developing and cultivating self-discipline. Uh, here's five proven methods for gaining self-discipline. Uh, this, this is from Forbes back in 2014. And it talks about there are many important qualities that contribute to a person's achievements, achievements and happiness, but there's only one that begets sustainable long-term success in all aspects of life self-discipline whether in terms of your diet your fitness your work ethic or relationships self-discipline is the number one trait needed to accomplish goals lead a healthy lifestyle and ultimately ultimately be happy uh, who doesn't want to be happy we all want to achieve happiness that might might be why the reason we do everything in life is to ultimately feel happiness according to a 2013 study people with a high self-control are happier than those without the study discovered that this is true because the self-disciplined subjects were more capable of dealing with goal conflicts. These people spent less time debating whether to indulge in behaviors detrimental to their health and were able to make positive decisions more easily. The self-discipline did not allow their choices to be dictated by impulses or feelings. Instead, they made informed, rational decisions uh, on a daily basis without, basis without feeling overly stressed or upset. So despite what many people think, self-discipline is a learned behavior. It requires practice, repetition in your day-to-day -day life. Improve your own self-discipline. Here's five techniques, uh, proven methods for gaining better self-control and to help with self-discipline. Um, the, these techniques will help you establish good habits, break bad ones, improve your uh, control by making simple changes to your everyday routine. Improved self-discipline will allow you to live a freer life by helping you to make healthy choices, not emotional ones. Give it a shot. Your happiness will thank you for it. So here's one, the, one of the five. Remove temptations. Self-control is often easiest when abiding by the old saying, saying out of sight, out of mind. If you have cookies right in front of uh, on top of your refrigerator, put them away so you don't see them every morning and they don't cause you to eat more cookies. Removing all temptations and distractions from your environment is a crucial step when working and improving your self-discipline. If you're trying to have better self-control uh, of your eating, toss the junk food. Only buy junk food like one little cookie at a time from the bakery. Don't buy like a box of 20 and then you know look at it every day because you're going to be tempted to eat it. Um, Ask your office intern to leave you uh, off of the daily lunch order email. If you want to improve your focus while working, turn off your cell phone, remove the clutter from your desk. If you're really having trouble, download the self-control app on your computer to block the distractions, websites like Facebook, YouTube, even email for a set period of time. Set up, set yourself up for success by ditching the bad influences. Yeah, that, that's perfect. Uh, number two, eat regularly 
and healthily. Studies have shown that low blood sugar often weakens a person's resolve. When you're hungry, your ability to concentrate suffers as your brain's not functioning at its highest potential. Hunger makes it difficult to focus on the tasks at hand, not to mention making you grumpy and pessimistic. You are much more likely to have a weakened, self of, uh, weakened sense of self-control in all areas of your life, diet, exercise, work, relationships, you name it. In order to stay on track, make sure that you're well-fueled throughout the day with healthy snacks and meals every few hours. I personally make sure to always have some almonds, uh, this is from the article, or some like muscle milk protein on hand. These snacks ensure that I uh, get a daily dose of protein and fat throughout the day when needed. Eating often regulates blood sugar levels and improves your decision-making skills and concentration, allowing your brain to focus on goals and priorities instead of your, your growl, growling stomach. So that's a good thing, but also what I like to do uh, at uh, a lot of times is do intermittent fasting where I don't eat for a long period of time, like for 16 hours. I won't eat nothing. Maybe I'll have coffee or a bunch of water or something, and then I'll fast uh, or I'll eat during that window of eight hours, and that really helps uh, with longevity and activating this physiological, uh, biological mechanisms to help with those longevity. Uh, longevity, um, yeah. And so eat regularly and healthily you don't want to have but what what happens when you do that is after a couple of days the brain kicks or the body kicks in and you don't feel hungry after like two or three days so the first two or three days are hard but then you know it gets easier but it makes a lot of sense to you you don't want to have low blood sugar because it'll weaken your brain and once your brain is weakened your resolve and uh it makes it difficult for other uh, tasks you know that makes a lot of sense so number three don't wait for it to feel right do it now uh usually i do podcasts in the evening this is one of the very few i did in the morning i didn't wait for it i just did it i didn't wait for it to feel right even the first one i was waiting i probably waited a few days and i got antsy i just said you know what screw it i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna if it's great if it's not whatever i'm just gonna do it however it comes out is how it's gonna come out and so don't wait for it to feel right just do it improving your self-discipline means changing up your normal routine which can be uncomfortable and awkward um for the author Charles Duhigg from The Power of Habit explains that habit behaviors are traced to a part of the brain called the basal ganglia, a portion of the brain associated with emotions, patterns, and memories. Decisions, on the other hand, are made in the prefrontal cortex, a completely different region. When a behavior becomes a habit, we stop using our decision-making skills and instead function on autopilot. Therefore, breaking a bad habit and building a new habit not only requires us to make active decisions, it will feel wrong at first. Your brain will resist the change in favor of what it has been programmed to do. The solution, embrace the wrong. Acknowledge that it will take a while for your new regi regime to feel right or good and or natural. Keep chugging along, it will happen. Uh, you keep, yeah, you keep doing it and eventually it'll change that bad habit into a good habit and it'll feel right. At first it feels wrong and weird and, and different, but once you do it on a daily basis, like I gotta exercise every day. I have this habit of cycling and running uh, about 10 hours a week currently and I do it almost on a daily basis. I probably ride the bike five days a week and run maybe eight runs a week give or take and so if i don't exercise daily i feel it feels wrong it feels weird it feels like something's missing uh, number four schedule breaks treats and rewards for yourself self-discipline does not mean your new regime regimen needs to be entirely cold turkey hardcore drill sergeant like in execution either although i do like that part um i like that drill sergeant like 
aspect of it, at least me personally, because I was in the military for four years. So it kind of, I, I need that shock and that awe that that helps me uh, personally, but it's not for everyone. In fact, giving yourself zero wiggle room often results in failures, disappointments, and giving into your old ways. While practicing self-control, schedule specific breaks, treats, and rewards for yourself. Dieting, designate Saturday as ice cream Sunday day. Trying to lose weight, treat yourself with a fancy massage after a month of uh, gym trips. Working on controlling your spending, allow yourself a $20 splurge at the mall on Sunday. Leave your credit cards at home and bring cash only. Self-discipline can be hard, but reward yourself. Definitely believe in rewarding yourself. I try to reward myself as much as I can. I know I'm very strict, probably six, five, six days out of the week. And then I have a one, one and a half, two days. I kind of relax a little bit and allow myself to be less strict. And maybe one day a week, I'll, I'll um, go out and have like a cheat meal, I'll eat some pizza or, or something. But as long as you're 80% uh, of the time it, that you're, you're really self-controlled and self-disciplined, you'll be fine. Number five, forgive yourself and move forward. Instituting a new way of thinking won't always go according to plan. You will have ups and downs, fabulous successes, and flat-out failures. The key to success and to key the key to self-discipline is to keep moving forward. When you have a setback, acknowledge what caused it and move on. It is easy to get wrapped up in guilt, anger, or frustration, but these emotions will not help build uh will help will not help build improved self-discipline instead we use the hiccups in our plan as learning experiences for the future forgive yourself and get back in the saddle asap the longer you are off your game the harder it is to keep going in a positive direction this comes back to the first podcast have a positive mental mindset try to you know and that will really help especially when you fail failure is a part of life but it's not failure. You just found a way of not doing it right. You failed forward. Was it Thomas Edison who failed like 10,000 times before he found, uh, discovered the light bulb, something crazy like that. So you got to fail, fail your way forward. So, right? Yeah, Lucy agrees. Right? What do you think, Lucy? Yeah, yeah. She said, fail your way forward. It's really good. Forgive yourself and move forward. What do you think? Yeah? <laughs> she's, she's on my lap now. She's... All right. Yep. Yep. She agrees. All right. Well, okay. Okay. I got to put her down. She's like, put me down. And that's it for that article. It's a very good article. Loved it. That's from Forbes, Five Proven Methods for Gaining Self-Discipline by Jennifer Cohen, uh, Cohen, the contributor. And then we get to 10 Powerful Ways to Master Self-Discipline. Let's go into that. Know your weaknesses. Here's, uh, we all have weaknesses, whether they're snacks such as potato chips or chocolate chip cookies or technology like Facebook, Instagram, which are addicting. You know, Acknowledge them, whatever they may be. Too often people either try to pretend their vulnerabilities don't exist or cover up any pitfalls in their life. Own up to your flaws. You can't overcome them until you do. Know your weaknesses and turn those weaknesses into strengths, like we said in the earlier article. Number two, remove temptations. We talked about that already. That's perfect. Put the cookies out of sight. Uh, number three, set clear goals and have an execution plan. This is important. Set clear goals. Make little goals at a time. So if you have a big goal you want to change, you want to change something that's really big, you just start off little by little with these small steps. So if you want to run a marathon, you're not going to think of 26.2 miles. You're going to think of one mile at a time time and once you hit that one mile you're gonna celebrate and you're gonna you know 
you're victorious so you're moving forward you might go five miles and then you might get hit and get back to the fourth mile but you're still moving forward two steps forward one step back sometimes it's like a stair step staircase you go up maybe it level levels out a little bit maybe you might go down a little bit but you keep going up towards your goal if you hope to achieve self-discipline you must have a clear vision of what you hope to accomplish uh, you need to have a clear vision what do you want to accomplish it needs to be clarity is power as tony robbins said that clarity equals power right lucy she agrees Yep, clarity equals power. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's so talkative right now. You also have to have an understanding of what success means to you. Success means different things for different people. After all, if you don't know where you're going, it's easy to lose your way or get sidetracked. A clear plan outlines each step uh, you must take in order to reach your goals. Figure out who you are and what you are about. Create a mantra, a mantra to help yourself focused. Successful people use this technique on track and establish a clear finish line. Write down your goals as well. Uh, that helps embed it into your subconscious, which is very important. And have a, a mantra, a positive mantra. I can do this, I can do this. I am unstoppable, I am, I am unstoppable. Uh, number four, build your self-discipline. Here we go, we aren't born with self-discipline, so learn behavior. Uh, I already talked a lot about this, I'm not gonna go too much more into it. It becomes, uh, it helps overcome willpower when you have these self-discipline and positive habits that are built from it. The bigger the temptation or decision, the more challenging it can feel to tackle other tasks that also require self-control. So working on building your self-discipline through daily diligence. Number five, create new habits by keeping it simple. In the military, they had, um, they, they had a, a saying, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. But I just call it kiss with a one S, keep it simple. Don't need to say stupid. Um, Acquiring self-discipline and working in still a new habit can feel daunting at first, especially if you focus on the entire task at hand. To avoid feeling intimidated, keep it simple. Break your goal into small, doable steps. Instead of trying to change everything at once, focus on one thing consistently and master self-discipline with that goal in mind. So once you master one thing, it's going to lead into self-discipline and other things, like I said in that, that quotes, uh, one of those quotes in the beginning. If you're trying to get in shape, start by working out 10-15 minutes a day if you're trying to achieve better sleep habits start by going to bed 15 minutes earlier at night if you want to eat healthier start by prepping uh lunch the night before um to take you with you in the morning take baby step eventually you, when you're ready you can add more goals to your list lay out your clothes the night before if you want to work out first thing in the morning i know i do that sometimes sometimes as well especially if i have a 5k race or whatever race in the morning i'll leave my clothes out uh so i could just jump in not have to think about it number six eat often and healthy you don't want low blood sugar because that can weaken your resolve making you grumpy and more pessimistic <clears throat> number seven change your perception about willpower um amount of willpower according to a stanford study has its is determined by beliefs um, the amount of willpower a person has is determined by their beliefs if you believe you have unlimited willpower you probably won't surpass those limits if you believe you have a limited amount of willpower, excuse me, you probably won't surpass those limits. If you don't place a limit on your self-control, you are less likely to exhaust yourself before meeting your goals. In short, it may be that our internal conceptions about willpower and self-control determine how much we have. If you can remove the subconscious obstacles and truly believe you can do it, then you will give yourself an extra boost of motivation towards making those goals a reality. I know I did that Spartan race the other day um, and I said, 
before going in, I was like, I could do this. This is easy. And I kept saying that in my mind. I could do this. This is easy. I'm strong. I'm fit. I could do this. This is easy. I just said that over and over in my mind. And for the most part, it really was, wasn't as hard as I thought it was. I did have trouble climbing the rope, though, especially because it came towards the end of the race. But all the other obstacles weren't, weren't as difficult as I thought it would be. And having that positive mental attitude going into it really helped because you your body is going to perform how you think. If you think you're tired, you can't do something, there's a, a larger likelihood that you're not going to be able to. Number eight, give yourself a backup plan. Psychologists use a technique to boost willpower called implementation intention. That's when you give yourself a plan to deal with a potentially difficult situation you know you will likely face. For example, imagine you're working on eating healthier, but you're on your way to a party where food will be served. Before you go, tell yourself that instead of diving into a plate of cheese and crackers, you will sip a glass of water and focus on mingling and interacting with others. Going in with a plan will help you give you the mindset and the self-control necessary for the situation. You will also save energy by not having to make a sudden decision based on your emotional state. Definitely good to have a backup plan. Number nine, reward yourself. We talked about this earlier. It's very good to reward yourself, especially for making positive progress. Having something to look forward to gives you more motivation to succeed. Anticipation is powerful. It gives you something to obsess over and focus on so you're not only thinking of what you're trying to change and when you achieve your goal, you find a new goal and a new reward to keep yourself moving forward. Fail forward. Keep moving forward. Don't stop. Keep going. Number 10, for Forgive yourself and move forward. Even with all the best intentions, the best laid plans, we, we fail. We fall short. It, it happens. It's part of progress. It's part of success. Those who are the most successful don't give up. They keep going. They keep persevering. That's part of success. And failure is part of that. So the key is to keep moving forward, relentless forward action, um, a rel relentless forward movement. I, I know. Uh, a guy, an ultra runner I know, says that. If you stumble, acknowledge what caused it and move on. Don't let yourself get wrapped up in guilt, anger, frustration because these emotions will only drag you further down and impede further progress. Learn from your missteps and forgive yourself. Then go ahead, get back in the game, re refocus, re-engage, recharge, and go after your goals. And then here's the, tons of good stuff there. I love that number. And then let's get to the last one and wrap this up. I think uh, it's enough, enough on self-discipline. I think you get the point. But here's the last article. Six powerful ways to build unbreakable discipline. There's another good one. This is from the Medium, medium.com by Max Wigand from 2017. Six powerful ways to build unbreakable discipline. So if you look at your life right now, what is the reason you're not successful, happy, or as healthy as you could be at this point? Apart from many excuses, there's probably one simple reason, lack of self-discipline. That shows you and tells you how powerful self-discipline is and why we all need it in our life. Uh, you simply don't do what you need to do to enjoy the levels of success you want. If you think about it, what does it take, really take for you to be successful in all areas of your life? It's no secret. Everyone knows what it takes to get in shape. How many people are willing to do it? Everyone knows to perform better at their job, but how many people are willing to do it? Everyone knows which foods to avoid and which ones to eat, but most people keep eating the junk food crap, chocolate chip 
muffins, cookies, bagels, pizza, whatever it is on a daily basis. In short, all the knowledge in the world is worth nothing if you don't possess the self-discipline to use that knowledge. Albert Hubbard defines self-discipline as the ability to do what you have to do when you have to do it. Whether you feel like it or not, you still do it. It is the skill that is necessary above anything else to succeed in any endeavor. Success in life comes from the actions you take on a consistent basis and only self-discipline allows you to do that. Before we get started, um, I wanted you to let you know that research the science of willpower and self-discipline and the, okay, there's an ebook on here if you want to download it for free. Here's the six powerful ways to build unbreakable self-discipline. If it's to be, it's up to me by William Johnson. No matter what your goals are in life, there's one great lie you need to obey in order to be successful. No one else is going to climb the ladder of success for you. No one is responsible for your health, wealth, happiness, or success. From the day you leave your parents' house and start to make your own choices, you respond you you and you alone are responsible for your life and the choices you make. You choose the job you want. You the person you live with and how much you exercise every day. Only you can choose how you spend your time and the decisions you make on a consistent basis will make or break your life. If you want a better life, you need to make better decisions. You can blame other people for your lack of results or happiness all happiness all lifelong, but doesn't doesn't change anything. Only you can change your life by changing the choices you make. Take responsibility for everything in your life. Even if you can't directly influence, even if it's not in your direct control, you can change and choose how you respond. That's powerful, powerful. Number two, the big enemy of success. According to uh, motivational speaker Brian Tracy, the biggest enemy to success is the path of least resistance. If you choose what is fun and easy over what is necessary, you will never reach the levels of success and happiness you are capable of achieving in your life. That's because every great victory requires great sacrifice. If success was easy, every would everyone would be successful. But because success in any area of your life requires hard work and sacrifices, most people will never reach their full potential. Whether you decide not to do what you should be doing, doing, you not only waste your opportunity to grow as a person, but you also lose confidence in yourself. You start to see yourself as lazy and unsuccessful, and that self-image will become a successful prophecy. To achieve any goal you have, there are only three things you need. A clear vision of what it is you want. Vision is clarity. A plan to get you there. And massive action consistently repeated over time. While the first two parts are the easy part of the equation, most people struggle with the last part. Hard work. There's nothing that can't achieve that you can't achieve without hard work or with hard work. So it is necessary that you build the habit of choosing what is hard and necessary over what is fun and easy. Doing this is probably the surest way to succeed in life. Number three, think long term. Abraham Lincoln said the best way to predict the future is to create it. If you ever wonder what your life will be like in 10 years from now, look at your current life. What actions are you taking to make your goals a reality? How many books are you reading to grow as a person? How many new things are you learning? Which people are you associating with? Are you putting in the effort necessary to achieve your goals daily or today? Uh, they said the average millionaire or successful person reads one book a week while the normal person maybe reads one book a year. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So uh, knowledge is power. Read more. Read more self-help stuff. Eh, fiction's good too every now and then. Uh, people 
oftentimes think that their lives will suddenly change with some magical event in the future, but that is not the case. What do you expect to win the lottery? Most people who win the lottery don't know how to manage the money and they all end up, a majority end up unhappy, poor, in debt. Your life changes only to the extent that you change. Let me say this again. Your life changes only to the extent that you change. If you are not happy with your current circumstances, are you taking actions to change them? If not, you're just daydreaming. Nothing will ever change if you don't change what you do daily. As Aristotle said over 2,000 years ago, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. A great way to achieve, uh, actively create your future is to ask yourself, if I've already achieved my goals, how would I act on a daily basis? What books would I, would I read? How often would I work out? How would I spend my time at the office? Who would I hang out? Who uh, would my friends be? Uh, once you answer the, these questions, you know what to do. Act as if you were already successful. Number four, obstacles are part of the success. That's part of it. They say it's the journey, not the destination. It's the obstacles, not the success. In life, nothing worth having, uh, nothing worth having comes easy. You have to make sacrifices in the form of time, effort, and hard work if you want to succeed. You have to sacrifice something to get something. It's just how it is. There will be many setbacks and any time you get close to finally succeeding, there will be some more adversity testing how bad you really want it. Only after passing one more test, then another, then another, will you be able to succeed. But you keep moving forward even when you fail, you fail forward. The great tragedy of life is that most people give up right before achieving success. They've already made it to the five-yard line and all they need is one final push to make the touchdown and bring home the sweet victory. But right before they do it, there's one final obstacle standing in the way, one last failure that needed to be overcome. Way too many people give up right then and there without realizing how close they are. If you just take one thing from this post, let it be this. Whenever you encounter failure and adversity, keep going. Success is supposed to be hard. That's what makes it so special. If it was easy, anybody and everybody would do it and could do it, but it's hard and that's your chance to separate yourself from the people that you don't that don't want it as bad as you. The only way to grow only way to grow as a person is by facing the challenge, biggest challenges in your life and enduring long enough to succeed. Endure, persevere, keep going forward, succeed. No matter how long it takes or how hard it gets, always remember the words of uh, motivational speaker Les Brown. It's not over until I win. Number five Rewrite, rewrite your goals every day. To maximize your self-discipline every day is necessary. You keep the bigger picture in mind only by remembering why you did what you did will you take the necessary actions and follow through even when it gets hard. That which gets measured gets improved. So you want to write down your goals every day, measure them, uh, see how you're com far you're going, and celebrate on the little accomplishments like losing weight. You want Your ultimate goal is losing 10 pounds. You lose one pound every few days. You, you, know, you celebrate the small successes to get to the big one. After all, you don't want to work hard just for no reason. You have specific goals that you want to achieve that make it all the effort worth it. Uh, as Nietzsche said, he who has a why can live for and bear almost any how. Uh, this is absolutely true. If you know what you want to do and you have good enough reason to do it, you will do whatever it takes. And it goes back into the last episode too, finding your purpose, find your reason why, find uh, what motivates you. The problem is we tend to get so caught up in working and achieving goals, we forget why we start in the first place. We forget why we do what we do and instead get overwhelmed by a seemingly endless to-do list. 
No wonder most people seem to be unexcited, even bored with life. They have no goals to strive strive for. Easiest way to encounter this problem, easiest way to counter this problem is by rewriting your goals every day and imagining the future as you want it. Every morning after waking up, write down the most important goals you have for your life. This will not only immediately get you motivated and excited, but also give you a crystal clear uh, idea on what you need to succeed. Only when you are focused on your goals and your vision of life, you are able to make decisions that contribute to your to those goals. And last one, uh, decide in advance that you will never give up. To make sure you stay strong in the face of adversity, make sure to resolve in advance how you will respond once it occurs. You need to have a plan for what to do when all hell breaks loose, or else. It it is too easy to just give up. When writing your goals, commit to making them come true no matter how hard it may be. Determine how you will respond to failures and setbacks so you can bounce back stronger and better than ever before. If you make this commitment and never break it, you will succeed at anything you set your mind to. Maybe not immediately, but definitely. And that's it. Love that. That's six powerful ways to build unbreakable self-discipline. So this the, this whole pod, podcast should illustrate the importance of self-discipline. It's hugely important to create those uh, positive habits and get rid of negative habits. Just starting small will lead to big successes later on. And definitely uh, get up as early, you know, early in the morning, first thing, exercise, and there's there's other things too. There's a book called The Miracle Morning, and he talks about the acronym SAVERS. You get up first thing in the morning, you do silence or gratitude type of meditation. You, uh, that's the S. The A is for affirmations. The V is for visualization. The E is for exercise. R is for reading, like reading something positive or self-help. Uh, and the S is for scribing or writing down your goals, your, your dreams, what you want, uh, that sort of stuff. And yeah, so... Uh, That'll be a future podcast. We talk about all those, uh, all those together in like a book review type of thing. But I'm going on fifty minutes, and I am excited. This is a huge accomplishment for me, and probably the most podcasts I did, uh, episodes I did in a row. This is a, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and pumped, and can't wait. Twenty twenty is going great. If you haven't, you know, started your goals or are working towards them, it's never too late to start. Start now. Keep it going. It's twenty twenty. It's uh, it's back in the twenties, the roaring twenties. That's where we're at. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I think that's about it for the podcast. Um, can't think of anything else to share. And stay tuned for more great episodes. I might, I might record another one tonight just for the heck of it. I don't know if I've ever done two in one day. Uh, you know what? I may have, but well, anyways. All right, let's get some outro music going here. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the Planet Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Motivational Mark, and have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wonderful week, wonderful month, wonderful year, wonderful life. And you make it as good as you want to make it. Only you can make and have a great life. It's up to you. It's up to you and make it a good one. Might as well. Life's too short as it is. Might as well just have a wonderful life. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you on the next episode.